Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's just two movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King. I'll be your host every time that you ever listen to the show. Uh, Bird's not here. Instead, I've got Jackson, whom you remember from a previous episode. I don't know what number episode it was. I don't know, like four or five. Yeah, we watched, like uh, we watched we uh, watched the 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 Color of Money. The color That's of Money. What we, yeah, we watched the, the Color cool of Money. Movie. Yeah, it was cool. It was. Uh, how, how you been since then? Good, good, yeah. Uh, still, we were know. talking a little bit. You said you're still doing some uh, some of that academic research. Yeah, academic research, trying to you know, like get better at things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just study, yeah, study and work. About all I do. Well, hell yeah, man. So yeah, I pr- pretty much same. So what, what I'm actually doing is I recorded with Bird last night uh, because he had to um, he had to go to the moon. The moon. And he'll be back next week. Did he fly? Maybe. Um Use his bird powers? Well, I'm 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 doubling up. I got my mm. old lady's birthday coming up. I got my kiddo's birthday coming up. So I don't really want to record during that. Yeah, that makes sense. So we're doing I'm doing two this weekend, I'm doing two next weekend. Doubling down. Yeah, that's it. Doubling down. Uh thank thanks for joining us. We got uh you know, as is customary on the show, what we do is we we watch two movies. Uh we watch one movie that at least one person perceives as a good movie. And then we watch another thing that's, you know, probably a piece of shit. And we take a big dump on it. And then we talk about how we would have done better because, you know, we're... Yeah, we're critics. We can just do that. It's fine. It's fine. You can do it too. Join us. If you have any recommendations for the show, please do give us a email at it's just two movies at gmail.com at it's just two movies on Instagram or Twitter. You better come strong with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. You better come hard. Better bring that fucking A game. (laughs) But yeah, I'm super uh, pumped to be here again. I love it. I love your. Uh, yeah, I love the show. So I, this is I gonna like be, being here. It's gonna be a good time. So, uh, what we'll normally do is uh, when a guest is a uh, first time, their first time on the show, I let them pick the movie, and then when they come back, I pick a movie, and then it teeter totters back and forth. Uh, so you pick the color of money. I went with God Bless America, which is a 2012 film directed and written by Mr. Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, it stars. There's a lot of people in it, but really, it stall- stars uh, Joel Murray, uh, who's actually Bill Murray's brother. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, really? And uh, Tara Lynn Barr. Really? Hon, go Bill Murray's brother. I didn't know that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Bill, you're, you're like, I'm connecting dots. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Bill Murray's brother. Probably his younger brother. I don't know. Let's find out. Good good piece of trivia right there. I didn't know that. And who was uh, the girl? Uh, that would be Tara Lynn Barr. Yeah, yeah, Joel Murray is an American actor. Uh, he's had some prominent roles in television series Mad Men, Grand, Love and War, Dharma and Greg, and Shameless. But he also appeared in fl- films including God Bless America and Monsters University. And, uh, yeah, siblings. Interesting. John I would, Murray, I would Brian Joel never Murray, guessed that. Edward Murray, Bill Murray, Peggy Murray. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Bill Murray's brother. I thought he was great in this. Do you are you like culturally aware of Bobcat Goldthwait? Sounds somewhat familiar. Yeah, it does. You remember the stand-up comedy boom of the nineties? Yeah. Where everybody just had a gimmick. Here's the one. Right. Here's yeah. the come on and make it's always yeah, voice sound. 
Everybody had their own gimmick. Yeah, like and and that was his at the time. As a stand-up comedian, I thought some of his comedy was funny, but it was the the voice, the gimmick thing right. that I couldn't stand. Uh, but man, as a writer and director, I thought this movie was hysterical. Let's see here, had a seven point two out of ten on IMDb, sixty six on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty six on Metacritic. Uh, didn't really make any money. Only made like one hundred twenty three thousand dollars. <laughs> Wonder what the budget was. It only made one hundred twenty three thousand. I mean, uh, the Murray brother, you know, <laughs> one of the Murray brothers isn't getting paid. <laughs> it looks like it made almost a million dollars worldwide. So, yeah, for this movie, I had to uh, watch, I had to like type it in specifically, God Bless America, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because every time I would type it in, a song would come up. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to listen to that. I'm right. for a movie. God Bless America movie. It's like, all right, how do I do this? All right, movie. Okay. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait would say that it was fine. He did. It was okay with him that not everybody liked his movie. Because <laughs> uh, clearly it is not for everyone. It, it, definitely not for everyone. So before we really get too much into this, I know that uh, you hadn't seen it. Which I was thrilled because it is kind of a, it's like a cult movie. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been around for a bit. It's nine years old, came out in 2012. But I know it's it's something that not everybody I know has seen by any stretch of the imagination. Right. For so, sure. So what did you think of it? Yeah. So first time I saw the movie, I hadn't even heard the movie. I didn't, like, I didn't know this existed. So it being nine years old, um, for me... I thought it was a good movie. Um, it was not. It's definitely not going to be for everybody. Um, no, there's going to be some. You know, people just turned off by. Oh, this is a like a somewhat of a fantasy movie for for people mm-hmm. to like live out their you know weird fantasy. So it's not something I would recommend watching. Like even even if you have like a twelve year old or a thirteen year old, it's too much. It's too much for that. The violence is hyper violent. It's hyper violent, and the language is abhorrent like there's a lot of uh a a lot of vulgarity in it you know what i mean yeah for sure and it seems like um i mean i i I do like the movie but like in today's world i'm like man could they even get away with this movie now i could see it being like a little too touchy for some people it's kind of why i wanted to do it yeah i like it uh because it is a little touchy if you've not seen god bless america and uh that that oral description didn't turn you off uh, what it's about is your main character, Joel Murray, plays a gentleman named Frank. Frank is disgusted with the world. He this hates guy. his neighbors. He hates how rude people are. He hates how rude television programming is. He's depressed. He's just like flipping through the channels and it's like MTV Mean Girls. And she throws a, a used tampon at another girl. <laughs> yeah, There's a guy like getting does. kicked in the balls or whatever. And it's just uh, – and then it's like an American Idol where they're making fun of a guy who's, you know uh, – uh, uh, Differently abled. Yeah. So, like, it becomes, like, a theme of the movie of, you know, the guy that they're making fun of. It's just, it's just mean, right? Yeah, they are are just being mean as shit to the guy. And, like, they're laughing at him. They're not with him. They're not cheering him on. They're just being, they're making a spectacle of him. And it's not funny. And he's like, what, why are you guys laughing? Like, this is not funny. Why do you guys like this shit? Yeah, like, this is fucking mean. Stupid. Why is everybody so mean? Yeah, he, so he just sees the world, you know, I, Obviously different from the population of probably 85, 90% of the people. Right. And he's like, he has his own thought process on how things should be. Mm-hmm. And what he sees is way against his uh, his inner being of oh, a person. Yeah. He's like, nah, this is not cool. So I'll do, I'll do a real quick elevator pitch and then we can talk about it. All right. We'll, we'll talk All about right. the whole thing. 
so <clears throat> you've got Frank. He essentially loses his job. His doctor tells him he's got a brain tumor. He fucking snaps. He gets his service weapon out of, you know, out of stash because he's ex, ex military. And he's about to blow his brains out when he decides he's just going to go next door and murder his neighbors that he hates because <laughs> they're, they're the worst type of, they're awful people. Um, in his defense, everyone he murders, they're not awful, like in a petty way. I mean, they're just shitty people. They're yeah. shitty. They're rude. They're inconsiderate. They're entitled. They're just, they're the worst people. The worst. In the, yeah. And yeah, it, they really are. And it pops out of everywhere. Like, like yeah. every, every, like every. It, <sighs> it's just a commentary on culture, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, basically. Uh, so that's what happens. He, and he, he fucking goes on a killing spree. He's a, he's a spree <laughs> killer. That's what happens is he travels across the country murdering people that are mean and rude and inconsiderate. Basically, that's what it is. That's it's it. Like, yeah. yeah, he, fuck he, you, mean people. He gets a little sidekick, and that's that's the movie. It's just a guy murdering people who are assholes. That and that's it. That's that's <laughs> yeah. That's the whole flick. So before we get into it, and we talk about the whole movie, do you want to do you want to rate it first, or do you want to rate it at the end? Let's rate it at the end. Rate it at the time. end. Okay. Okay. So uh, as you'd mentioned, you know, we we talked about Frank, just his state of mind, right? Yeah. You know, how right. how you know what kind of guy he is. So he finally goes to sleep and he gets up. He's getting ready to go to work the next day. He calls his ex-wife. She's a nightmare. His daughter is a nightmare. She's like, I hate daddy. Why'd you give me a Blackberry? I wanted an iPhone. Like that, that kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah. he's just like, why'd you, why would you get her a Blackberry or an iPhone? He's like, why did you buy the, you pay that much money for that? She's yeah. like five. Or she's like yeah, know, yeah, eight or, or something like that. Whatever it is. He gets to work. All the people he works with are fucking awful. He they, fantasizes blowing them all away. Yeah, he's using his uh, stapler and he's like pointing it at him. He's like shooting staples. Click, 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 click. <laughs> uh, and, and they are. They're, they're fucking just awful people. Um, everybody he interacts with really is pretty awful. They are. It's like what if that was the world you lived in and it's like everyone around you was just, the, you know, the worst possible version of that person mm -hmm. and that's what he's seen all around him on tv he's watching tv every every uh channel he flicks through is like what the fuck is this yeah <laughs> it's like why are you like why is this something people watch yeah, right so he he gets to work and the first thing he like meets the receptionist karen in reception uh, Karen. so he's talking to Karen. He's like, Hey, Oh, Hey, by the way, she smiles at him. He smiles back at her. You can tell me maybe they kind of got a little thing going on or maybe not. I thought they did. I thought they did too. It's certainly seemed that way, which is probably deliberate. But, uh, anyway, he's like, Oh, here's that book I was telling you about. And he gives her a book and she's like, Oh, thanks. Uh, that book, by the way, I think I read is a copy of pride and prejudice and zombies. I didn't know that. I didn't look that something up. like that. You're on it. <clears throat> well, I I got a couple. I got a couple things on my sleeve. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, there's not a whole lot. It's something like that. If it's not Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, it's something else and something else and Zombies. Wh whatever it is, <laughs> um, I, I just don't have it in front of me. So he, he's sitting there at work. He gets called into a meeting by his boss, who's also horrible, and uh, they fire him for sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. So they fire him for. <laughs> so 
he thought he was doing a nice thing for somebody. He's like, yeah. She it was he, her birthday or some, something happened. Her, she was having a tough time. I don't think they go into detail about what so, it was. So he sends her flowers. He sent her flowers, and he got her address by getting in the system and getting their address, which I will admit sounds creepy as fuck. It does. However, it does. But he, however, it came from a good good intention. Yeah, I would say in 1975 through 1985, that was probably like just a nice gesture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there was anything. Immoral or fucking weird about that. That's probably how he saw his parents behaving with other. Oh, they, oh, we'll we'll get him some flowers. I mean, even if today, if one of my coworkers looked at my address, sent me some flowers, said, "I know you're going through a tough time," I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." But yeah, <laughs> not Karen. <laughs> no, not Karen from reception. No, hell no. Yeah, Karen, yeah, it turns, it turns on him. Uh, you know, a nice gesture. Yeah. From uh, you know, a good. He's coming from a good spot. You know, he doesn't see anything ill intent about what he's doing. Yeah. So here's how Karen's awful. Exactly. It was a nice gesture for him to send her flowers just because she was having a tough time and he lent her a book. Those are two very, I would say, non-sexually advancing, just nice things to do in the time that he was brought up in now. You send a random stranger flowers or just like a vague work colleague, colleague. You get their address from work to send them flowers. It, that yeah. kind of sends the wrong signal. Yeah. But, uh, you know, b- back then, I think that seems like it was probably a pretty standard practice thing to do. I guess. I I, I would even see it as today. If if someone sent me flowers, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. Yeah. It's like, just don't show up to my house. Yeah, this, <laughs> this film is not shot in like 1975 through 1985, though. This is like modern 2012. Yeah, 2000s. Yeah, 2012. Uh, modern uh, mid 2000s, 2010s, I guess. So he goes home. He's depressed. He lost his job. He gets home. He's fucking sitting there flipping through the channels again. And I got to say, man, all those TV shows, they're like a little comically over the top. But they're pretty fucking close. They're pretty close. They're pretty fucking. They're they're close enough that it's kind of not funny because he's like, hey, let me show you how awful just regular television programming is. And exactly. they're, they're made up shows, but man, they're they're pretty on the nose. Yeah, they're exactly what you would see if you were to watch garbage. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's like, ah, this is what you guys watch. It's like this is this is it. Mm-hmm. And you know. He's watching it. I don't know why he's watching it. <laughs> Maybe that's the only channels he has. There's nothing but, else on. Right. <laughs> what's the What's the thing he finally puts on and falls asleep to? He, uh, yeah. like a, no, it's a documentary about that guy that climbed the watchtower in Texas. <laughs> oh, right. Lee <laughs> Making Harvey. him the first American spree killer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. Was it Lee, Har- Lee Harvey? Harvey Lee Harvey Oswald. He, yeah, the, the guy that tower? killed uh, JFK. No, I'm talking about a different guy. No? Uh, Pretty sure that's it. Charles Joseph Whitman. What? Mm-hmm. Hunt. What am I talking about? It was an about? American mass murderer who became infamous as the Texas Tower Sniper. Well, shit. I thought it was... I definitely thought it was... Okay, Texas, Watchtower. They, like, I put JFK together. I don't they, know. Uh, they, also, <laughs> they also make mention of that guy in um, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, okay. It's just an example of what one dedicated Marine can do with an Italian bolt-action rifle. I still thought that was J- or the uh, Lee Harvey Oswald dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, maybe I'm just connecting, uh, you know, the JFK murder with the guy in, the, in a watchtower or a library or something. Uh, yeah, in Texas. Yeah, uh, but that's what he falls asleep to, and he, um, he like, you know, he decides he's gonna fucking blow his brains out. Yeah, he's giving up. He's- so he he gets a service weapon, and then he decides. Maybe not, because he already had a fantasy about killing his neighbors. 
Which is really funny because the lady's like holding the baby right in front of her and she's like, please, I have a baby. <laughs> yeah. And he goes to shoot her anyway and she throws the baby up in the air and he's just like, Paul, <laughs> shoot so the let, baby. So let me say, I came into the movie with zero knowledge of what's going on. One of the first scenes. That is in like the first three minutes of the movie. I'm like, oh, where's this movie going? I was like, um, okay, he kills that dude. Because I didn't know it was a fantasy that he's like dreaming, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, she throws the baby up in the air and shoot, and he shoots. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is where this is going. All right, buckle in. You know, like, uh, get ready. Yeah, it is dark and weird, but at the same time, it's so charming. Cause it is, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really weird combination, but I think it's really well put together. Um, so right before he decides to steal the neighbor's Camaro and go on his killing spree, the last thing that he watches on the TV is, like, my super sweet 16 with a super obnoxious girl. Yeah. Yeah, so she's just the worst, and you can tell it's kind of where, like, Frank's daughter is picking up that same kind of vibe. Yeah, so he, what she's he sees like, on what he sees on TV, he's like, he's seen in real life, he's like, this is yeah. how the world is going to function, because yeah. everybody's doing exactly what they see on TV. Yeah, this is exactly how it's going. Like, she gets, she the girl on t- the Sweet 16 flips out about not getting the right car. <laughs> like, yeah, they get, her, they get her, like, a BMW, it's she's like, 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 I wanted the Escalade! Yeah, it's like, what? And he sees his daughter do the same thing with uh, the phone. She gets a BlackBerry and she wanted wanted an iPhone. iPhone. So he decides that he's going to steal the neighbor's car and he's going to go kill this kid, this 19 or this 16 year old girl. And uh, he steals the Camaro. He drives over and he's got his gun or whatever. And uh, another uh, younger, another schoolgirl, probably that age, sees him. She's like a little early for fucking creeping on, <laughs> creeping on kids, yeah. isn't it? Uh, she, I mean, he does look like a creeper. He's in the middle of the woods in his Camaro. Yeah, t- with uh, binoculars. Yeah, t- Terrilyn Barr. Uh, she's she's great in this. She really is. She plays uh, Roxy. 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 She's fantastic. Just a just a great little actress. Yeah, I, she fits actor whatever like, perfectly with. Like a, uh, I don't know, like a yin, a yin and yang type of situation. Yeah, like, she's a little more chaotic than Frank is. Oh, for sure. But they're a good combo because she helps him. She helps him with what he needs to do. Uh, we'll get a, we'll get a little more into she, that. She does a lot of confirming. She helps kind of push him a little more. She mm-hmm. helps uh, him not not give up essentially. Yes. You know, not to say that uh, you shouldn't just go around murdering people because you think they're assholes. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. Uh, his his definition of giving up is killing himself. So yeah. he's about to kill himself three or four times in this movie, and she talks him out of it every time. She's like, you are on the verge of greatness. Yeah. She's so weird because <laughs> he's just killing I, people. Yeah, well, so to go back, so he's watching this girl in the woods <laughs> at her high school. Yeah. And um, she's walking out, and she's in her car that she didn't want. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And then uh, he walks up to her and cuffs her to the steering wheel. And she's like, if you want the car, you can just take it. I I, I wanted an Escalade. Yeah, I didn't want this. He's like, fucking, I hate that. He shuts the door Mm -hmm. on her. And then he stuffs it. It was actually pretty badass. I think they start playing school. Yeah, yeah. He fucks it up. He's stuffing like a piece (laughs) of cheesecloth or something into the gas tank and squirting lighter fluid on it. And then lights it and lights up a cigarette and he's walking away all Yeah, he does a slow motion like a hero action movie. Like he's going to walk and away and he, blow up. He turns around and the cloth is falling out. <laughs> so he like goes to try to pick it up and it's <laughs> fucking on fire. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck. 
And he just takes out his gun and shoots her in the yeah, head. Yeah, so, so her girl, like her girlfriend, starts coming up, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I just shoot her fucking." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, uh, Chloe, is everything okay?" <laughs> Bang! He's like, "No, nah, fuck, fuck this." Yeah, and her head just yeah, fucking explodes like a water balloon in the inside of the car. The like the the, <laughs> the amount of gore that's in this is way over the top. When he's fantasizing about killing the neighbors. He shoots the baby, and it's like two gallons of blood. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't get turned off by the baby getting shot, you'll like the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, this would be right up your fucking alley if you thought that was uh, outrageous and, and, and entertaining in any like way. If you push past that, all right, you're, you're in the movie. Yeah you're, yeah, you're in it to win it at this point. Um, so he's leaving. He's like, you know, jumps the little fence chain or whatever. And that girl sees him again. She's out there smoking a cigarette by where his car was parked. Yeah. And she's like, did you just kill Chloe? And he like looks at her, you know, frantically and gets in the car and drives off. She's like, awesome. She's like, awesome. <laughs> so he's getting ready to blow his brains out at the hotel that night. And a little, little knock on the door. And here comes that girl, Roxy. Yeah. Talk about Creeper. She found him real quick. She did find him <laughs> real, real fast. Um, She's like, no, it was great. It was so amazing. She's such a cunt. Like, she's the worst. You, thank you. Uh, I don't know how, what else to say. And then he's like, uh, he's, he's like, like, oh. he's she, like who the fuck are you? Why are she you finds in my his, hotel room? <laughs> she finds a suicide note and she's like, well, I want to watch. <laughs> so she gets a dry cleaning bag and like gets inside of it and is like, wait, 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 wait. You're going to just be known as like a sad old pervert. Because you killed a 16-year-old girl because you couldn't have her. Yeah, it's like you had a crush on her. That's that's how the story's going to develop. I killed her because she was awful. She was entitled. She was spoiled. She was rude. She was mean. And they're like, yeah, but that's not what anybody's going to see. Yeah, and he's pissed off. He's like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah, they're just going to label you a pervert when you're – there's so many assholes out there, Frank. (laughs) He's like, I got to kill more people, apparently. So, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but at some point during this, Frank went to the doctor. His doctor told him he had a brain tumor. Yeah. Really bad brain tumor. You don't have much longer to live. His doctor also is a fucking awful person. He's a terrible person. He's reading him that he has a brain tumor. In the middle of him reading that he has a brain tumor, he gets a phone call and he's like, ah, I guess I'm going to answer that. No, I, like, wanted, I wanted the one with the moon roof. No, the one we test drove. He's <laughs> like, what are you doing? This dude is, this is life changing for this guy. Yeah. You're and, telling him uh, he's going to die. And you're taking a phone call. You're an asshole. Uh, she's like, you got to take me with you. Please. Let me be your protege. Let me be your sidekick. Let yeah, she gives the, him. Let me be uh, the Robin to your Batman. She gives him a story though. And he's like. Um, yeah. He's like. I don't know, I remember the exact story. That his mom's a, a crack whore and her boyfriend comes in her room at night and rapes her exa- and shit. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's terrible. He, yeah. yeah, I guess you can hang out with me. We could kill them. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, we could. No, we better not, though, because you don't kill people you know. That's how you get caught. Which was smart. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And they're like, well, who should we kill next? And they decide to just kill Chloe's parents from that My Super Sweet 16 uh, birthday TV show because they also both look pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They walk in, or he walks in there, and uh, there's the uh, the dad and the mom. Yeah. The dad's, what does the dad say? He says something to the effect of, we're, we're Chloe's parents. It's like, we're Chloe's parents. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, you're superficial, I guess. I don't know. Like, 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 his response to the situation was like, what? Yeah, he's like, I know. You're like, why would, you, why would I care? <laughs> it's like, what is that? Yeah, so he he blows the dad away, and then his gun jams, and the mom starts to run. She's way more fit than she is than he is, so he's chasing <laughs> her around the house and trying to unjam his gun and shit. And then uh, you know, all of a sudden, Roxy's in the house, and she's stabbed her with a knife, and she's like gutting her. 
Uh, Roxy, she, Roxy's a terrifying person. She is fucking like, scarier than Frank is. Like she doesn't have anything wrong with her except that everything is normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they terrifying. they fucking wash each other off in a fucking in a car wash. <laughs> yeah. uh, they wash each other off in a fucking car wash. It is like super not sexualized. Like, have you ever seen Leon the Professional? Yeah, I have. Okay, yeah. that's kind of hypersexualized for a little girl, right? Uh, it's not in this. She's even like, Frank, do you think I'm pretty? And he's like, I refuse to objectify a child. Yeah, Frank it goes the total opposite way. He's almost afraid to accept, like, to even take a position. Yeah, he's like, no, no, I don't like this. Yeah. No, no, please don't bring me in this. No, nope, it's inappropriate. Yeah. I'm not going to answer that. It's like, which, that would make me a mean person that I'm against or whatever. Which offends her. And he's like, maybe you're a kid, though. Be offended. I don't give a he's shit. He's like, I don't. Yeah, I'm not responsible for your self esteem. Right. I'll not be <laughs> responsible for the self esteem of a teenager. Uh, yeah, so Frank, he just, he's just, he's the golden boy, man. He's just the nicest guy. He's very nice. He's very nice to the point that he can't, he doesn't understand the world around him. That is not nice. So he's, um, yeah, he, he, he despises the people that represent who he's not and he goes after him. Yeah. Okay. So she talks him into being a spree killer instead of killing himself again. They decide that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna Bonnie and Clyde it, essentially. Yeah. So they're they're going across and buying clothes at thrift stores and shit, and they they go catch a movie. Yeah. This yeah. is probably my this is probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, you get yeah. So they go into a, a movie, which right now twenty twenty one is like uh, movies. Right. I can go to a movie theater. There's five people in the theater besides them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they sit down. And the people that you hate at a movie, they're the people that show up in this. Yeah, it's the five <laughs> people that are there. They're all the all the awful people, uh, except for one. Except so for there's, one. There's two couples sitting behind him, and uh, the one girl's just being quiet and trying to watch the movie. And her boyfriend and his friend, I guess, are cutting it up. And the other girl's like la- like <laughs> like laughing a she lot. She is the worst. She is yeah. so annoying. She they're she answers up. like three phone calls. They're throwing shit. They're being confrontational. They're being rude. And there's another guy that takes a phone call in the middle of the movie. Yeah, that guy. He, no, he he tried to be nice. Like he tried to like like so Frank and uh, the girl move up a couple seats and they mm-hmm. get closer to this other guy. And the guy was like he like looks back and he's like yeah those guys they're, they're annoying yeah and then. 10 seconds later he picks up his phone and starts talking and they're like what the fuck dude <laughs> so uh roxy's like no no frank don't don't shoot him i got this so she tries <laughs> yeah. to, she's taking a couple of pop shots at him she can't hit shit so he grabs the gun out of her hand he kills the girl movie talker the guy movie talker the other guy the other movie guy. talker the other girl's just still sitting there in her seat and then the other guy that was on the phone the whole time they turn around and look at him and he's got his flip phone open he's like i'm recording this I'm recording this, and, that, and then he, he gets real pissed off about it. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah? He shoots him right in the head. <laughs> he just threw the phone to, to his head. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on their way out the door, he stops and looks at the, the one woman he left alive, and he's like, thank you for turning off your cell phone. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for remaining quiet during the feature. It's like, thank we'll you for you, being a decent human being. Hope you enjoy the movie. So then l- later on, they're like, we're on the news, we're on the news. And then it's like... These people say that the movie was so violent that that's why they killed them. And it was like, one eyewitness thinks differently. And she's like, (laughs) they were just being dicks. He killed them because they were rude. Like, the one guy took a phone call and everybody else was, like, throwing stuff. He just wanted them to 
to be quiet during the movie. Yeah. It, yeah. So the news spins it one way. It's like, oh, this movie is so terrible. Um, it's making people kill people. And then the wit, the, the eyewitness that was there, she's like, no, no, no they're just jackasses. Like they That's sucked. They, they sucked as people. He just wanted. He just wanted everybody to be nice, and they weren't being nice. Yeah, they were mean. Like that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Frank's whole thing is don't be mean, dude. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Be cool. So there's a scene in the hotel where they're talking about like music and Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. Yep. And all that the next night. Uh, I thought that was interesting. I don't. I mean. It, they have an interesting conversation about music, Battlestar Galactica, and Star Trek. Yeah. If you're into any of those things, it's a cool scene in a movie. Yeah, she jumps into, uh, you know, like, she she's hardcore, like, or he paints her as a picture of somebody that likes, you know, the new age of punk rock that's not, that mm. may not be punk rock. And she's the like, fallout, no. The Fallout Boys in the Green Days? Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, no, no, no. I like Alice Cooper. And, and then they go into this big, deep conversation about... What'd she say? Fallout Boy can suck shit through, yeah. <laughs> through 10 bricks yeah. or something like that? Yeah, she's like, no, no, that's not me. I'm not hip to the new to the new age, like, punk stuff. That's not punk. Yeah. No, I just... I thought it was a nice scene. I I, uh, I liked it. It was just a memorable scene from the movie. Yeah, Although it, I don't remember the dialogue or anything. I remember thinking, I was like, eh, No, okay. it, was, it was a good scene. Like, she got... She got upset that he painted her as somewhat like like you painted me as this person like that's that's not cool. Mhm. That night he has a dream that they're in a parade and then all of a sudden he's Kennedy. Yeah. Right. And that was a cool that was, I that forgot was about that. No, you're right. Cool foreshadowing, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's this news anchor guy like it's a lady holding up a sign that says bring home our troops and it's like what a fucking shitty bitch. You dumb bitch. You know, that uh, it's that news show. Yeah. With that, a guy who's just an asshole. And it's like, oh, Connor's Corner or whatever, whatever the fuck whatever it was called. Whatever his name was, yeah. Yeah, the guy's just a prick. Yeah, he, he's just a, you know, he's a jerk. That is, um, he's going to say whatever his constituents think is, you know, hip. Whether it's, you know, the, you know, the worst thing he could possibly say about. Right, yeah, he's just doing it for clicks. Yeah, he's just doing it. And, um. Yeah, he, he's just a news anchor that's like, oh, dude, you suck. Like, who who listens to you? And um, apparently a lot of people. Oh, yeah, a, lot, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, it's weird watching this movie from 2012 and just seeing, like, how the political structure in the U.S. has changed. The, prog- the progression. It's like, it's, I oh, mean, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we haven't moved anywhere. Does it's Bob- like, you assholes still watch this and, you know, listen to this. Does Bobcat Goldthwait know the future? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Bobcat, write me at it's just movies at gmail.com, uh, which you check the inbox. Uh, nothing from Bobcat Goldthwait. Mm, not yet. Not yet. He, he's coming. Uh, so they decide they're going to kill the news anchor guy, which good on him because he's awful. And he's even awful when they have the scene with him later. But in, anyway, they stop at a restaurant. Frank has these fucking migraines all the time. And uh, he, she's like. He relates those to his tumor that he thinks he has. Yeah. So she's like, oh, let me see your hands. It's a pressure point. And he's like, no, it's inappropriate. And then eventually he caves and lets her try her pressure point. He's like, it's not going to work. It's right. stupid. 
So it does work. And she's doing both of his hands and he's drinking a beer and it's like nine o'clock in the morning. She's like a little <laughs> early for beer. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't think this is the place you want to see the wine list. Uh, Cause there's just like a little it's greasy like, spoon diner or whatever. It's like uh, a waffle house basically. Yeah. She's <laughs> the, the, the quips in this are really well written. Cause she's like, she's got both of his hands right. and he's like looking at his beer and she's like, you know what you need, Frank? And he's like, a straw. <laughs> and like, it's just like little smart, clever comedy in it like that. Uh, and then, you know, they, 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 it's really great character building. The whole, the whole thing, it's really great character building. Everybody has their arc. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So they go hunt down this, uh, they go hunt down this fucking guy and, uh, they kill him. And yeah. he's a, he's a dick the whole time. Yeah, so they uh they stake out in the woods again, <laughs> like like his first kill, like uh he is staking out in the woods watching, you know, like when's when's a good time to, uh shoot, uh and then this guy he's just on his morning jog or whatever in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they shoot him, and uh they both shoot, and they're like, all right, uh, the girl goes, did we kill him? We just winged him. We just winged him. <laughs> like, all right, let's run up to him. And they had this uh, kind of long conversation with this guy. Yeah, he's packing also. That's the only reason they have a chance to chance to talk about it. And the, the dialogue here is really great because um, he's like, what is this fucking, wow, you got, you, you, you must really hate my politics. And Frank's like, I actually agree with you on some things. He's like, you just, why do you have to be so mean? Yeah. And it's he's like, You're just mean, dude. Yeah, he's talking, and you can tell when he says, "I actually agree with you on some things." Roxy turns and looks at him like he's got a dick growing out of his face. Yeah, she's like, "I don't agree with anything yeah, he she's says." Like, what? The fuck are you? what? <laughs> and then uh, he, she says, "He the the guy on the ground, the news anchor guy. He's talking all kinds of shit to Roxy. He's got a gun on her, and she's like, fucking fuck you, you piece of shit, and then fuck this and the piece of society that you use, and blah 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 blah. And I hate your fucking politics. Bang, 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 bang." <laughs> <laughs> bang, 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 bang. I mean, she fucking just unloads a clip in his corpse. Yeah. And then they she doesn't wa- hold back. Yeah. And then they're walking off and she's like, what politics do you agree with? And he's like, well, less gun control, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And she's she's like, such a hypocrite. <laughs> then every psycho will have a gun. Yeah. It's like, we're not the psychos. Um, yeah. Every, every crazy is going to have a every gun. Every crazy is going to have a gun. And she's walking away with, you know, they both killed <laughs> two or three people by now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's like, what do you mean? Um, gun control. It's like, of course. We don't want every crazy. Like, we're crazy, but we don't want everyone else that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's good, man. It's it's put together really well. So they're staying at another uh, shitty, weird motel, and uh, Roxy's in the bathroom, and Frank sees her parents on the news. Right. Being like, oh, our baby girl's missing. We love her. And they definitely don't look like a child molester and a crack whore. It yeah, looks like they, a nice, normal family. They look like the burbs, you know. Yeah, like, it, yeah, exactly. Where's the my burbs. kid at? <laughs> so, like, his world gets flipped upside down on that one. He's like, I thought you were, you know, this in this terrible place. That's the only reason I brought you with me. Oh, yeah. He fucking splits. But, he's like, go home to your family. You know, and she's like, no, I'm just from a normal place. And he's like, what? Like, what's normal? And she's like, I hate normal. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just have to, like, I have to pretend all the time. There's nothing exciting. There's nothing, um, you know, nothing in in life for her that is enjoyable. No. So she, she, Frank splits. He splits. She does go home. 
and uh, she's miserable. He like sees her on the news again, like oh they've been reunited, and she just looks like she is miserable. Yeah, and she's just she, no. So they're doing a press conference, and their yeah. parents are super happy. We're going to uh, Disney World, and, we're going to, and she's just like, "Fuck, I'm back." <laughs> you know, yep. I'm, I'm back here again. Really? Yep. It's yep. like, and he, I don't know if he sees that or not, or not. You know, like, but you, as an audience, you can see that she despises. Everything around her. Yeah. Everything that's quote unquote normal. She's, she's like a nihilist. Yeah. Nihilist that wants, you know, turns into an anarchist. Like, fuck this. Yeah. Real. Oh, man. It's a fucking ladybug in my beer. Well, I guess we both need new beers. Yeah. Son of a bitch. So Roxy's home. Frank's at yet another weird, gross hotel room. Uh, and he uh, he goes to buy some guns. So he gets this guy in there. And the guy's like, oh, we got guns. I got this gun. I got that gun. I got this one. And the guy that intros, when he intros the AK-47, uh, it is the exact same description that Samuel L. Jackson uses in Tarantino's Jackie Brown. When you absolutely, positively have to kill every motherfucker in the room, <laughs> except no substitutes. Yeah, that's exactly what they related yeah. to. No, it's like it's quoted from, like, as like a hat tip to uh, Tarantino. I didn't know it was the exact quote. That's good. Jackie Brown's fucking great. Have you ever seen Jackie Brown? I have not. We might have to do it on the show. Uh, it's a little dated because it's an older film. Yeah. I think it's pre-Pulp Fiction, if I recall correctly. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an older Tarantino movie, but it's, it's fucking really good. I'm down. I'm it's still it. clever, funny, violent, gritty, you know, it's, it's a Quentin Tarant- Tarantino yeah, film. Yeah. Tarant- Tarantino. So he's like, yeah, I'll take the AK 47 and I want all the extra clips and, you know, I want you to throw the case in too. And he's like, all right, all right, big guy. So uh, while we're talking, is there anything else I can get you? You want like some meth, some, some <laughs> yeah. blow, some some hookers, some child porn? Or? Yeah, he's like, he looks at him. He's like, what the so fuck? So Frank like, like looks out the out window and there's like two hobos out there sharing a 40. And I think it, he turns around and looks at the guy. I think it's just implied that he kills that guy. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to kill the guy in the scene. I honestly thought yeah. he was going to like pick up a weapon and shoot the guy. I was like, they might have shot that and left it out. This is a breezy movie. Uh, it really is like fast to watch. I watched it on, uh, I, yeah. think, I think Tubi where it had commercials. It didn't take long to get through it. It's uh what hour and 20, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna look up the runtime real quick. It didn't feel long. Uh, hour 45. But it, yeah, it, it doesn't feel that long. No, it's, uh, it's got legs, man. It just, it, once you're hooked in and you're like, all right, this is where this is going. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. So before Frank and Roxy split. They discussed about how they were going to go on this this show. Um, what was it called? American American Superstars. It's a knockoff of American Idol. The funny thing about American Superstars is the way their logo was. It was just a regular A, yeah. like that you do in cursive. And I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I, I thought that was hilarious because they they like draw it on the commercial and it's like, oh, I, I got that. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's an American Idol knockoff. They decide that they're going to go to the show and they're going to like kill all the judges and like a bunch of people that are there and, and all that shit just because they're awful. They're awful and they're contributing to awfulness. Yes. Uh, so Frank buys it AK with the thought of. I think it just kill. I think he just kills the guy and takes it. Yeah, I think he does. Could, be, could be wrong. But I, 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 we could be wrong. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not entirely sure. They, they did leave that part out. Um, but that, that makes it kind of good. You know, you, you uh, leave what, what happened to that guy, right? Right. Um, but he does uh, 
Like he had, he has his own plan. Roxy went back home. You know, he's got his own plan. He's going to go. He's like the one thing that he watched on TV before he started his uh, killing spree was Mm -hmm. one thing he hated was, you know, they were making fun of this guy that was singing. Mm hmm. And he's like, oh, man. Oh, and they find out like a commercial that they watch at some point on TV says that that, that guy. It kept coming up over and over and over and everybody's just laughing. That like, guy that they were all making fun of, he like tried to commit suicide. Yeah. So yeah. they laughed at him and pushed him to the brink of wanting to off himself. He's you like know that, what I mean? And he's like, you know, that feels like me, but on a public stage. Uh, and then he goes, you know, he has his plan. He gets that AK and then he has a plan to I guess go to the show where they're taping and uh you know it's off everybody. <laughs> yeah the uh, the the American Superstars bit when he actually gets there pretty tense. Yeah. But like they they cuz the movie's got so much levity in it throughout it that makes it lighter and fun, it, more fun. The uh, uh, kind of a Bonnie kind of nice kind of Yeah, well it's they they're joking around about it. They're laughing, they're having fun when they go run down the Westboro Baptist Church people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, I forgot about that. so good. Um, <clears throat> I forgot about that. I, this movie's got a little bit of everything, man. If there's ever like, I mean, somebody wish somebody run them cocksuckers down with a car. You can watch this movie. They do. They do. Uh, it's pretty, pretty great. And they throw that guy off a bluff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why they did that. I was like, what? I, I, I was just like to th- watch him take the tumble, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but it's actually pretty tense here. Uh, there's one little tiny bit of levity. And I think that's it is when. The security guard lets somebody else in and he comes in behind him and he's like, Frank is pointing, got a gun on his head and he goes, Hey, look at me. The guy turns around, and looks at him. He's already got a gun on him. He's like, shit, man. He's like, listen, I don't want to hurt you. Do you, are you prepared to die for this show? Cause I'll kill you. I've killed lots. Yeah. And he's not joking because his body count by this point in the movie is probably like 48. It's pretty high. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing at this point. It's just. Yeah, so so Frank's whole thing, like if, if you were to, um, you know, peg Frank as, you know, why is he killing people? He kills people that are mean, just mean people. Yeah, he's like, not. Are he's you not, a mean person? You might get off. He's not had to kill anybody that that didn't, in his eyes, at least deserve it. Like it, he's not killed any innocent people, as far as he's concerned. as far as he's, and it's all through his lens of, of you know of a view of right. what he determines as mean. But you know, the security guard, he you know, he puts. Almost John Wick like like uh you can either go right now or you can mm-hmm. be an asshole and I'll kill you. Sorry. Yeah. So security guard rolls out. Frank slips in the back. He gets his AK forty seven, and he comes out at the crowd, and he's like, uh, they're like, why are you here? What do you want? He's like, I'll tell you what what I want. And he's got these monologues. He's got like four or five of them in the movie where he just talks about like, you're like this though. L- like look at yourselves. Look at yourselves in the mirror. And think to yourself, is this how, the kind of person that I want to be? Right. Because you're awful. You're awful to everyone and you just don't care because you're entitled. And you don't think that other people matter. And you're wrong because now I'm other people and I matter right now, don't I? Because I have a semi-automatic fucking rifle and I've got a machine gun in your studio full of people. Yeah, aimed at everybody. And, you know, it's his commentary on culture is like fuck this yeah it suck and roxy comes out because she knew he was gonna be yeah, there she knew She's so like, she just shows up and he gives her the ak and he pulls a couple of pistols well so she says uh she she runs up there like she's in the audience and she runs up there and uh he's like you can tell he's kind of relieved like oh 
you're, you're my here. little sidekick. Cool. Nice. And, yeah. and then uh, one thing she wanted that self esteem part. It's like, all right, you're pretty. Yeah, you know, I think you're a very pretty girl. Yeah, you're a pretty girl. Here's an AK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because she was she was grilling him really hard about that, and then it, she gets all mad and gets ready to storm off, and he's like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna objectify you and all that. I'm not. I'm not responsible for your self esteem and all and all exactly. this other shit. And then she, when she, right before she storms off, she's like, "I just wanted to know if you thought I was pretty." Yeah, she just wanted to be recognized as a yeah. person, as a you know. Yeah, that was it. And I can in her world, she was just a normal person that was in a normal probably. You ever watch the Burbs? Yeah, with Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Like she lives in the Burbs. You know, she's. Nothing, nothing extraordinary happens there. It right. just sucks. It's just like, mm-hmm. what, you know, you have to make shit up that's going to be funny or fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything else is just go to work. Everyone comes home. It's a normalcy of society. It's like, this sucks. Like, yeah. what am I doing here? So he has this, uh, Frank has this, this big old long monologue that, yeah. man, it's, it's pretty heavy. It's good. It's pretty heavy. It, it, I don't want to say, you know, it really makes you think, but it, It'll make you think about yourself, at least, at least a little bit, how you interact with other people. Yeah, it's definitely like, commentary on society of yeah. how he views it, you know, and it, it makes, you know, it's a reflection. Yeah, I, I find myself uh, battling with being too too quick to think other people are assholes. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's something I've always worked on. But uh, this is one of those things that are like, will kind of just force you to reflect on yourself a little bit. Because you're just hearing this monologue from this guy. Whom you kind of admire. Uh, although, he, granted, it's absolutely a work of fiction. I just admire his, his, the person that he is. Yeah, he goes after it. Oh, by the way. I would have admired him before he killed all those people. He just seems like a good man. We, we, I think we forgot to mention his doctor calls him back. Oh, shit. I totally forgot about that. His yeah. doctor calls his him doctor back. Calls and him says, back and- hey, uh, yeah, so I have bad news. Yeah. You don't have a brain tumor. <laughs> you, you don't have a brain, you know, a brain tumor. Are you going to sue me? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, uh, he's like, oh, uh, he's like, I, you, you told me, you showed me the tumor. He's like, yeah, that was a different Frank. That's Frank. I, I wish I would have wrote down he, his last name. One letter off. Yeah. He, his last name's one letter off. And he's like, I gotta go and make a like, call uh, to this guy. So yeah, that guy, I gotta call him next and. Let's see how he takes the bad news. He's a cocksucker. He's probably going to try to sue me. And he's like, are you going to try to sue me, Frank? And he's like, no. No. I was like, that's not bad news. That's, that's not bad news. news fine. That's great news. <laughs> is- and he's like, okay, well, that's nice. I appreciate that, Frank. All right, I got to go call this cocksucker, Frank. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, but, so he gets to, you know, in, into his monologue. It's a good monologue. He, uh, you know, he just, he points out all the things that you look at in society and you're like, why is this popular? Why do people like this? Why are people cheering for this? Why is everything overwhelmingly this? Exactly. Uh, Yeah. It's a, it's, um, it's great. I mean, it's fucking nine years old. I love this movie. I I think it's fantastic. It still remains one of my favorite movies since I have ever seen it. It's probably in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good movie. Yeah. I I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Frank and Roxy just start fucking lighting up the audience and suicide by cop because they're surrounded. Yeah. Yeah. So one, the first person that Frank kills was, uh, the dickhead that's a, the Simon uh, Cowell. The Simon Cowell. He's yeah. like the guy that 
like his first words, I can't remember, but he's like, are you really doing this? Like, kind of like, this is your response to a gun that you're... Yeah, he's like, you're <laughs> fucking killing me. <laughs> like, yeah, y- yes, I am. Yeah, that, that's it, and you get roll credits. Um, yeah, so... yeah, well, hon, so, you know, they shoot a ton of people in the audience, and, oh, yeah. and all the judges, they shoot yeah. everybody. Every, everybody who's a party to it. And then, like, the, the police are asking, like, what do you want? And like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're not going to answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate everything. What are you talking about? I want you guys to be decent. So, you know, Roxy runs up there, and they're both Bonnie and Clyde at this point. Yeah. Guns blazing. We're going out. Just you know, lighten them up. At least we're going to feel something. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's, it's great, man. That's uh, that's that, and then it's uh, it's roll credits. What um, if you had to give it thumbs, how many thumbs would you give it? Thumbs, thumbs. Out of 10. Out of 10 thumbs. Out of 10 thumbs. So, you know, I thought about this, actually, before I came over, and I was like, huh, how many thumbs would I give this? You know, for me, it was, it was a violent movie. It was... Um, but it was also one of those enjoyable violent movies, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, I, I don't want to go too low on it. But I, I thought, you know, there, there could have been more to it, or um, I don't know, maybe the violent turned me off. I don't know. But uh, I was like, I'm at a seven five on it. Seven five, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go nine five on it. Violence doesn't bother me at all. I think it's, it's done in such a way where I don't think it's excessively gory. Or that believable. True, true. You know what I mean? Like when he shoots that girl in the head, your head doesn't explode like a giant water balloon. It's right. just not not how it goes. So when I see stuff like that, it doesn't it doesn't look like realistically violent to me. So it like it makes it not as like cringy, I well, guess. And I came into the movie with no expectation of what I'm watching. I'm yeah. like, what am I watching here? Like- probably probably should have <laughs> read the synopsis before you went so into it. So I was it. like, hmm. Oh shit! All right, I'm in it for a ride. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fucking weird movie, man. No doubt about that. Yeah, you know, seven, five, two, and eight. I, you know, right in that range. Okay, for me, yeah, that's that's good, man. See here, yeah, I guess you know, with the the last episode I did with the Birdman, uh, we totally forgot to do trivia. All right, so uh, here's what we got for trivia. Okay, how does this work? So trivia is: I ask you five questions, you ask me five questions. All right, we got that's that. it. They are multiple choice. And you drink your beer for every incorrect answer, but you have to keep answering until you arrive at the correct answer. Oh, I've done this game. Yeah. (laughs) So that's it. Um, We're going to do, because we're almost totally out of trivia, we're doing the Fellowship, we're doing uh, Lord of the Rings trivia. Oh, I mean, I, oh man, I like Lord of the Rings. Actually, um, yeah, I like, (laughs) I'm not going to say, I like Lord of the Wings. Lord of the Wings? Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) <laughs> so, since you are the guest, you do get to pick. Would you like? There's ten questions on this page. Would you like the first five or the last five? Let's do. Um, I'll take the first. No, no, no. I'll take the last five. You're taking the last five. Okay. All right. Here we go. While traveling through the mines of Moria, which member of the Fellowship of the Ring is killed by Balrog? God. Is it Boromir? Oh, we get multiple choice. Aragon, Frodo. Or Gandalf. Damn it, you're all going to hate me because I can't remember shit. Boromir, Aragon, Frodo, Gandalf. While traveling through the mines of Moria, which member of the Fellowship of the Ring is killed by the Balrog? Oh, shit. You're all going to crucify me. I don't know. Gandalf. Oh, That is correct. 
I wasn't sure if he died or not. <laughs> as the fellowship ends the uh, as the fellowship nears the end of its journey through the mines of Moria, they are attacked by a fire demon known as the Balrog. In order to buy the others time to escape, Gandalf enrages the Balrog in battle. Engages, excuse me. Uh, although he dies during the course of the battle, Gandalf's life is later restored, and he is returned to Middle Earth to complete his task Bro, as Gandalf the that, White. That kind of you know tricky question there, man. It's kind of a tricky one. All right, here we go. What is the name of the Ent who carries Pippin and Merry through Fangorn Forest? Is it Treebeard, Skinbark, Grey Branch, or Quickbeam? <laughs> I have no idea. Treebeard, Skinbark, Grey Branch, Quickbeam. I'm going to go with uh, Grey Branch. So sorry, drink your beer. Damn it. The fuck is Grey Branch? <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the Ent who carries Pippin and Mary through Fangorn Forest, Treebeard, Skinbark, Quickbeam? Damn it. Um, Treebark? Treebark tree bark is not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Treebeard, Skinbark, or Quickbeam? Um, Treebeard? Treebeard. Oh, I Very got nice. it. nice. I got it. In the two towers, Pippin and Merry escape from their orc captors only to be captured by an ant named Treebeard. Although Treebeard crushes one lone orc who is pursuing them, he still mistakes the two hobbits for little orcs and announces his intention to ask the white wizard for his advice on what to do with Merry and Pippin. Fortunately for Merry and Pippin, the white wizard turns out to be a resurrected Gandalf, not the evil Saruman. Nice. Question number three. What do Merry and Pippin steal... From Gandalf, do they steal fireworks, his hat, muffins, or his staff? I'm going to go with his staff. Ooh, so sorry. Man, who's marrying Pippin? Drink your beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched Lord of the Rings. Uh, not what? me. Been oh, probably shit. like a week. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, there, Lord of the Rings is like a comfort film for me. Me too. Like if I don't feel good or if I'm tired, but I like, I don't know. I need, I need help going to sleep. I can put on like the fellowship or the two towers fucking knocks me out. Yeah. I listen to, um, like chapter like four and five. Oh yeah. While I go to sleep. Well, listen nice. to this. What do Mary and Pippin steal from Gandalf? <laughs> is it fireworks, hat or muffins? I'm going to go with hat. Damn. Ooh, so sorry. Drink a beer. <laughs> All right. Third attempt. I'm going to say muffins. What do Mary and Pippin steal from Gandalf? Fireworks or muffins? You're going to go with muffins? I'm going with muffins. Final answer? Please? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Drink your beer. Fireworks? He makes fireworks? Gandalf is delighting Bilbo's birthday crowd with a pyrotechnic display when the two troublemaking hobbits steal a giant dragon firecracker and set it off inside a tent. As penance, Gandalf forces them to wash dishes after the feast. I don't know who Merry and Pippin are, so... They're the other two hobbits. It's a bullshit question. <laughs> you're, you're a bullshit question. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> in the Two Towers, who is Saruman's spy in Rohan? Is his name Gambling? Grimma, Gimli, or Golem? I will give you a hint here just because it uh, doesn't have it listed. His last name is Wormtongue. Gambling, 
Grimma, Gimli, or Golem? Damn. Um, Gimli? So sorry. Damn it. Actually, get a beer and then drink it. In the Two Towers, who is Saruman's spy in Rohan? Is it Gambling, Grimma, or Golem? Golem. No, drink your fucking beer. Damn it. <laughs> in the Two Towers, who is Saruman's spy in Rohan? Is it Gambling or Grimma? It's gotta be Gambling at this point. Motherfucker. So sorry, drink your beer again. Oh! An advisor to King Theoden, Grimma Wormtongue's task is to keep Rohan weak. Through his manipulation, Saruman is able to cast a deadly spell on Theoden, snapping his will and reducing him to nothing more than a pawn whom Grimma can easily control. Yeah. I have no idea who that person yeah. is. Okay. Now think back for this one. Oh, shit. Okay? What we got? Who tries to destroy the One Ring at the Council of Elrond? Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas, or Gandalf? Who tries to destroy the ring at the Council of Elrond? Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas, Gandalf. Hmm. Aragorn? Damn. So sorry, drink your beer. Ah, my Lord of the Skinner, Rings yeah, trivia is, yeah, is, uh, your is, is pretty, pretty terrible. You're betting a zero right now, I think. But you might have got the first one right. I got one. Gimli, Legolas, Gandalf. Who tries to destroy the One Ring at the Council of Elrond? Go with Legolas. Damn. <laughs> You're just drinking <laughs> your beer before I even touch it. You're like, damn. Gimli, Gandalf. Gandalf, please. You fucking suck. <laughs> Gimli attacks the One Ring with his battle axe, but it cannot be destroyed. The ring was made in the fires of Mount Doom, and only there can it be unmade. I don't know who Gimli is. That's my problem. He's the dwarf. Which one? The one in Lord of the Rings. Oh, There's one dwarf oh, in Lord the, of the Rings. The dwarf. You ready? I was born ready. I've only seen <clears throat> these a thousand times. Okay, so I'm obviously terrible at uh, Lord of the Rings trivia. So I'm going to throw it over to Danny. All right, so we have the only way to destroy the Ring of Power... Is to throw it into the fires of Mount Zion, Mount Doom, Mount Mordor, Mount Moria. Mordor. You suck. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's Mount Doom. Fucking, I don't know why. Uh, hold on. You're, fu we'll, you're, fucking, we'll, you're fucking me all up. We'll go again. Hold on, Danny. All right, we got it. All right. The only way... To destroy the Ring of Power mm -hmm. is to throw it into the fires of Mount Zion, Mount Doom, Mount or Mount Moria. It's Mount Doom. Mordor is where Mount Doom is located. Hey, did you drink? Is that question two? I drank twice. Okay. Oh, but I, I think, don't know. I think it's question, question three. I skipped question two. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. As long as it's one through five. All right. Because I right. read you six through ten. What does Gaum call the Ring of Power? Oh, shit. My precious. My darling, my lovely, my treasure, my precious. I'll take uh, the movie Precious for 5000 Why didn't I get this question? You chose the <laughs> last five. I don't... That's what we always... Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. Here we go. For what special occasion does Gandalf return to the Shire? Oh, that would be Bilbo's 111th birthday. Bilbo's funeral. <laughs> Bilbo's coronation. 
Bilbo's birthday or Bilbo's wedding. Oh, sh- it's his birthday. That's all right. You had it. You had it. My bad. Yeah, his no. birthday. Yeah, I got you. You want you want another one? I want the first five. Oh yeah. I mean, I already know what they are just because I I read them. I didn't go through and check the answers. I just know them. All right. The Lord of the Rings movies are based on a novel by what author? J.R.R. Tolkien. That's right. I think we all had that one. All right. All right. What is the first voice we hear in the Fellowship of the Rings? Elrond, Gandalf, Frodo, Galadriel. Galadriel. You shouldn't mean. You know this? Yeah. Damn it, Danny. How did you know that? Who the... F- well, who... You're gonna teach me. Who's Galadriel? Galadriel, she's, um... She's... Alright, you know how Elrond is the, like, king of the elves that live, like, in the place with all the waterfalls and yes, shit? Yes, Well, there's also wood elves that live, like, deep in the forest. She's their, like, uh... Higher, she's, like, their queen, their, their princess. Is that the one? She has extreme magic power. She's played by... She plays Hela in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, her name escapes me because you've got my phone or I would look it up. <laughs> Is that the one? Um, I'm trying to say what's his face. His Not name? Liv Tyler. Not Liv Tyler. Not Liv Tyler. The other. Liv Tyler is the other elf, daughter. The other elf that is. No. So Legolas. Is that the one Legolas saves or helps out? Because Elon. Kate Blanchett. That's who plays her. Mm. Well, uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's going to bring us to close for trivia. Seems like a solid first half. I got a couple drinks in me. I'm ready to maybe have a little snacky snack and watch this other movie that's probably not great called Megaforce uh, 1982. It just looks like a shoot 'em up movie with cars and shit. Megaforce. Yeah. Megaforce, uh, directed by Hal Needham. We'll, co- we'll come back and talk a little bit more about it. God After bless this. America and God save me and Danny for watching Megaforce. Enjoy your commercial. <laughs> This summer, a showdown between man and skeleton crow warrior man. Holy shit. Is that... It's... You seeing this? It's a... It's like a man, but... It's all bone. How's he do it? It's a skeleton man. (gasps) Oh my god, look out, he's got a spear. He's also got a... Uh, holy shit! Is that? It's just a whip. Uh, he's got a bow and arrow. Why don't we have any of these? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> oh my god! He's got a sword and an axe and a hatchet. <laughs> He's turned into a crow. Call. What the fuck are we going to do? I. Quick. Shoot, shoot it. it. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang. It's not working. (laughs) Keep shooting. Fuck 
Summer at theaters near you, and coming soon to another, uh, pr- not probably just your house. Skeleton Man Two, get phone featuring Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Skeleton Man. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at suns.bandcamp.com. That is s-u-n-d-s.bandcamp.com. Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at Lamplighter underscore Productions underscore IL. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. I This, <laughs> this fucking thing is something else. Uh, we just watched Megaforce from 1982. Let me give you a little info about old Megaforce here. It felt like an 82 movie. It really did feel like a 1982 movie. I mean, uh, that's what, um, 40 years almost. 39? Shit. Yeah. It's got a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. That's a little uh, high. I'm not seeing it on some <laughs> other stuff. Uh has uh, Michael Beck, Barry Boswick, Persis Kambata, uh, Hal Needham. Hal Needham. Is that a yeah. fake name? Hal, no. Hal Needham's the, the director <laughs> also. But he he might have had a cameo in it. Uh, Henry Sylvia, Edward Mulhair, uh, George Firth. There's a million fuck. There's a million fucking people in this movie. I'm not gonna go over the entire cast. Who was uh, who was the girl? Uh, that was Persis Kambata. I mean, there's only one girl, so yeah, that's Pers- that's it. Her that's name's her. Persis. Yeah, you want to mm. see a picture of uh, Barry pretty- Boswick now? Is that the dude? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a cartoon character. Um, that's exactly what he looked like in the movie, but like now. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You may have heard of. Uh, he had the full beard and the hair, the same, the same style. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Hal Needham uh, is best known for. Hopefully, it's on this find, movie. Let me find best known for here. If you're best known for this movie, ooh, uh, best known for his frequent collaborations with actor Burt Reynolds, Smoking the Bandit, mm. Hooper, Cannonball Run, Stroker Ace, uh, and yeah, in this thing, Megaforce. Uh, this came out June 25th, 1982, had a budget of $20 million, of which they spent every penny, I am sure, and it made $5.7 million in the box office. So, I feel like this movie was a tax write-off for the military. Yeah, oh, 
Uh, almost certainly. There's a lot of um, it's like twenty million. Yeah, uh, nobody really spent twenty million. No. We just had twenty million in assets that we don't need anymore. No, no. Uh, I would give you an elevator pitch for this movie. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is right, but it's a force of like mega magnitude. I guess a lot of people, and they are not. They're not the military. They're not the army. I'm not, not sure who they were. They don't work for any one specific country, but like 99% of them are Americans. Well, I'm and not sure. Like, there was a German. There was a... Uh, yeah, this I mean, is... There was a, a Texan. There was... Yeah. <laughs> there was... Um, there was a Confederate. Con- there was a, a Mexican guy, I think. There was, a, there was a Japanese guy. Japan- oh, no, Japanese. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, was there Japanese too. Japanese guy. Um. Yeah, they tried to like pull. Yeah, was, everybody's wearing like the flag of where they're from on their on the shoulder of their stuff. I'm not sure who Megaforce is still. Um, well, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone of South Park fame are are big fans of this, and they kind of use the idea here to to model after for uh, Team America World Police. I, you definitely that, get that feel without giving it away. That's kind of what Megaforce is. They're like World Police. Yeah, as I when I first when we start when we first started watching, I thought maybe it was like the Avengers. But they they kind of are against, doing that against uh I don't know like another military that they don't name in the movie. <laughs> no, no, it's just a guy with a bunch of tanks. Where where are they? Uh, Laos. I have no idea. I forget where. I it said they absolutely were. no. I mean, idea. it's in Nevada. It looks like I I clearly saw this movie was made in one spot. In the Salt Flats yeah. in Nevada. The whole thing is filmed within three miles of, of one spot. So 20 million my ass. They didn't yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to fucking move anywhere. Now, the, the, the music is awesome. I like the music. I'm keeping it, hands down. The soundtrack, it's a little stupid and a little schlocky, but I like it. It was very, uh, very 80s. Yeah. Puts you right into the 80s and makes you feel like, oh, yeah. It starts out with this, like... Government public service announcement disclaimer that Megaforce, despite uh, despite uh, acting like it's not a thing, Megaforce is a thing, and they fight for freedom and against tyranny. Yeah, man, I I still I watched the whole movie. Yeah, and I don't know who if there was a side. I felt I thought they were fighting each other at one point. Yeah, it kind of seems that way. Yeah, yeah, tough to follow for me. I don't know. Yeah, uh, see, I'll go through some of my notes here. There, there, there's a long military speech that's really difficult to hear, and nobody acts like they care. And then they blow up a power plant with tanks. <laughs> and those I are, forgot about that. Those are the bad guys. So the one thing I'll give it. All right, we're in 2021. That's crazy. That's a crazy that we're here. Anyway, but this was 1982, straight out of the 70s. Like mm-hmm. they're making a movie, right? Yeah. And it feels like it just came out of the 70s or an imagination of a kid in the 90s trying to draw shit. He's like, this is what I would imagine a war looking like. Because they had like motorcycles with uh, lightning bolts on it. (laughs) So there's a a British guy and um, this like exotic looking military lady. Um, Yeah, yeah. She's the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not sure what their purpose is because then they – they take him out into the middle of the desert where they meet one of the Megaforce guys. Yeah. Yeah. They roll up and meet 
a Mega Force guy. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know how they got there, but they. Dallas. He's like wearing like a skull yeah. chewing tobacco. And then sure. there's like snakes awesome. rolling up. Yeah. And uh, this, this hillbilly Texan shoots the snake. Yeah, he does. What, like, what else do you even say about. So, you know, they. Okay, so. Without. Okay, I'm going to give away the movie because there's no movie. Um, I don't know who sides who, and you never know. I don't think you know who, like, there's, Danny might know, but I I didn't know the whole time. I was watching a, I was watching a war movie where they're just doing military exercises. And, you got, um, you got Megaforce, and the only way you can identify them is by their uniforms and their fucking weird uh, get-ups. Yeah. So when and then the bad guys is just it's a bunch of tanks. That's the bad guys. And I still a, a don't gr- know who, a group of tanks. I, I don't know who the general and the girl were to the movie. Like I don't either. I I never did figure they would like show up and they toured the Megaforce facility. Like, this is cool. Like maybe they're us, the audience, like taking a look. Oh, this is what you guys got going on. So yeah. then they go after like they ha- they meet up with the Texan hillbilly guy, Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas from Megaforce so, with his, his skull shirt. Yeah, so after that, they meet up and they go to this. I thought they were going to go to outer space initially. I was like, mm, they're going to go to outer space. Yeah. They went the opposite way and went underground to a military base. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. all these nice little buttons and stuff. It's like, oh. oh, yeah. The military base itself, I thought, didn't look too bad for 1982. I thought it was kind of cool. It's still a little hokey. 82 looked good. I, yeah. You know, you you could have made it look way better if you would have spent less money on just rockets. I'm not sure what they spent money on, honestly. Rockets and, and cocaine, maybe. Still a, a tax write-off for the, for the military. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what yeah. this movie was. It's like, we got to get rid of some rockets, guys. Uh, you guys want to make a movie about it? And Man, I not have a plot a, to it? I hope they got a good deal on those fucking motorcycles. Jesus. Oh, those... Uh, Dude, they made motorcycles. Okay. So, if I were to build a motorcycle when I was a kid... There's like 50 of them. I want a lightning bolt on it. That's going to be a badass looking. Yeah. And they made this come to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, they definitely made a motorcycle with a lightning bolt on it and passed it off as a, a grown-up movie. Yeah. And then doom buggies, too. They got a bunch oh, of doom yeah. buggies. Yeah, doom buggies. Have- Why not? They're made up like the motorcycles, and they have, like, lasers and all kinds of rockets <laughs> and Gatling guns on them. <laughs> they only use the They're lasers. They're fucking great. One like, of them can fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, one of them can fly. One of them, or all of them, can jump out of a moving airplane and then release a parachute. Um, yeah. And land perfectly okay. Yeah, we'll get that. They got a, uh, they got a Kenny Loggins-looking computer guy. I don't remember remember the the bit when the three Megaforce guys roll up on British guy and the only woman in the movie. And they're shooting those balloons with like rockets and the Gatling guns. Holy shit, I forgot about that suit. They're all riding wheelies and shit. Yeah. It's just just balloons. So they throw balloons up and have They don't throw them. They just like come out of nowhere. Well, it's like from the sides. It's like they're shooting out of the cannon from the sides, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm definitely be wrong in this movie. But, uh, but like the motorcycles are jumping and they're like riding through and it's like they're doing the scene with the side effects right in front of you. Instead of like blowing up like uh, dirt in front of the uh, motorcycle, they're blowing up 
the balloon right in front of the motorcycle so they could, so you can see the balloon getting shot. And it's like, right. what is this? Yeah. What, what am I watching? Well, why, a, why would you do that? That's a weird thing for like a two minute long scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? For a full 120 seconds just to watch these motorcycles on wheelies shooting rockets and shit. That was the whole movie. I'm pretty sure it was like. Let's do as much cool shit in front of a camera as we can. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. yeah. That seems like the big attempt. <laughs> and they're just a they're just a ragtag bunch of stone cold fucking weirdos, man. All of them are. All the mega forces. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, at the very beginning, we have the you know the commander of some I don't know what he's commander of, and then the girl, and then they meet the mega force people. Yeah. The Megaforce people are, you know, the Asian, the Texan, the German, and then um, some other people, I'm sure. I can't remember. Yeah. They're flying it's around pretty much. It's pretty much the commander, which his name is also Hunter and also Ace. Yeah, you, you tracked that very well. I couldn't it's, do it. It's pretty much him and oh, Ace, yeah. another Megaforce guy, which is Dallas. And then the Hispanic cowboy guy the hispanic cowboy like, those are the main three i think yeah and then in the middle of all that like the hispanic cowboy and was it ace like they swap lighters at some point like yeah i think they're swapping, some, swapping more than lighters pretty some you know pretty I mean. uh homosexual references there <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's real strange like all the interactions are real strange um yeah, the, the, this giant uh, underground James Bond style bunker, <laughs> uh, the bunker tour scene, you know, that was kind of okay. Uh, and they're just the Avengers without free will because they just, they don't work for any governments, but they answer to a, a bunch of people. Like, do you remember? They weren't very clear about that. So you can see like the, the setups. Like the like the military setup, the the motorcycle setup. Mm-hmm. You can tell like like they're going to like profit off this movie by doing merchandise because yeah. I, I remember eighties toys being like, all right, this is the military base kind of like situation. This is what it looks like with the green lights and the red lights. And oh yeah, like and it's like oh yeah, that's exactly where this movie came from. And what those you know things you played with, like toys you played with. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alicia was looking some stuff up about this and said she found a thing that said uh, Mattel designed the costumes for this. Ah, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, which makes total sense. Let's talk a little bit about the costumes in this thing. So it's like a skin tight oh, it, tights jumpsuit. It's definitely it's tight tights. Oh, tight tights. Tight yeah. tights. Gold tight tights. Gold. And they're they in the, all the way up. It's a one piece. It's a one piece. And, um, and you got to wear like a laser tag chest piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just a box with some buttons on it. I it's guess li- it's supposed to kind of give off that Darth Vader vibe, maybe. I don't know why they were even like had zero point in wearing Nobody it. Nobody ever interacted with it or like, said anything about it. A lot of green and red buttons right on your chest. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a laser tag like box. Yeah. On, on, this, on these people's chests. And it's like. There's so many of them, man. There's just a lot of tight man ass. In tights in the, this. Yeah. Yeah. Like they would pan the camera over where a guy was like just like standing real like a manly. Lot of, and a like, lot of really <laughs> feathered haircuts also. Yeah. yeah. Like feathered hair blowing in the wind and then just a tight zoom out of a of a butt. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's the movie in a nutshell. And not the one woman that's in it though. None yeah. of that. She's in there for like the first part of the movie, None which kind of kicks you off, and then she comes in for the very end of the movie. Yeah, I don't remember in the middle of the movie at all. She wasn't. She like left. She cost too much. I mean, <laughs> I get. I guess I don't. I don't for twenty million dollars. It's just a bunch of rockets. Uh, the rockets, by the way, made in Missouri in a place called Raytown. Raytown. The rockets actually did look pretty good. There's some explosions in this that would make Michael Bay fucking cream his jeans. The, yeah, that's like the big part of it. It's like Michael Bay watched this movie, said, "I want all my movies I ever make to look ten times better than this, but I'm going to use this this as a premise and just explode shit every other scene." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on these very, like, uh, the Jetsons kind of costumes everybody's got going on. Yeah, yeah, they are kind of Jetson-esque. They have a flag on the shoulder of their <laughs> yeah. thing. And one of the guys, Dallas, who's very clearly from Texas, Texas <laughs> uh, he has a fucking Confederate flag on his... Like, everybody else's flags are real flags from real places, and he, for some reason, just has a Confederate Confederate flag one. It's like, yeah, go ahead and wear that one. That one, you know, you're a Texan, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. It's like, wear that. Sure, it works. Right. Uh, so they've got this, um, the, they're talking about how they're gonna, they're gonna find this guy and they're gonna, they're gonna get him and they're gonna blow his shit up and we got the firepower. And the one lady in the film, I never caught her name, uh, she's like, I wanna help. And he's like, you can't. You know, you're not qualified. And she's like, oh, yeah, ladies can do stuff. <laughs> so they have this montage of her doing stuff. They have a skydive scene that's like six minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And it's very clearly like they're just laying on a board in front of a screen kind of thing. You, you know what I mean? Like she was in all red and she jumped out of an airplane just to show that she could jump. And the jump scene was like 10 minutes of the movie. I like the, this is the first time everyone's ever taken a video of someone jumping out of an airplane. Well, it's I'm pretty sure that's that. I don't I don't think they actually did though. <laughs> but they shot it, that in a warehouse <laughs> on the other side of those mountains that they shot the rest of the movie on. Yeah, you're true. You're right. You're right. Uh, I maybe they did. Maybe the camera just looks that weird. Uh, I don't think so though. Looks pretty... Ah, man. It is, yeah. It didn't make sense, and it was really, really long. It's like, out, it was kind of like, let's pad the runtime like to it the movie. It seemed like it was supposed to be romantic in some weird mm-hmm. way with the music. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was just real awkward and real long. And that's the you know that's the story of the movie. It's real awkward and real, <laughs> real yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. It, it for real is. You know, I, got to, I wrote down a couple of recasts because I was tired of looking at it. Uh, I got Dax Shepard as Hunter, Penelope Penelope Cruz as uh, the girl. I, I thought the girl did fine. I thought she, you know she yeah. she worked. She did fine. I'm gonna recast. But everybody it. else sucked. Yeah, I'll recast it. Uh, we'll call uh, Penelope Cruz and uh, Dax Shepard are about the same age too. So yeah, I think yeah, I mean, you, hit, you, you hit the nail on the head on those two. Colin Firth is the British guy. Mm. Woody Harrelson is Dallas. That would have made it better, a little yeah, funnier. Yeah, for sure. A little levity. Uh, and then new wardrobe and new director, but <laughs> new wardrobe. The war- man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just everybody's get-ups and everything. Even they're like when they're all going down to the mess hall in the underground bunker, and they yeah. put they put on not their tight zip-up 
uh, like field tights. <sighs> I don't know what else to call them. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I, I got you though. They're yeah, they're that. They change out of that and put on like a uniform almost. Yeah, their uniforms are fucking hilarious too. They're all hilarious. Yeah, everything they do is hilarious. Which I'll give. Okay, it's 1982, and this movie comes out. It's going to be a fun movie, I guess, at the theaters, just to watch and watch shit blow up, maybe. You know, like, there's no story to it. There's no plot. You can't say there's a plot to the movie. But, I, yeah, if there was, I... there. But the, it's, you know, it's Michael Bay saying, let's blow some shit up, and... uh That's pretty much it. There might be one side to the war. I have no idea who is on the other side. <laughs> it's that guy with tanks. Yeah. That's all. And they never say, like, what and what it, it is he's after or... Yeah, there's no plot. ...why he's a bad guy. He's just, like, a bad guy. I mean, at the very end, he's he's smiling, rooting on the other guy. He's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, they're old friends, I guess. Or lovers. Seems like lovers. Lovers. Probably. It seems yeah. like lovers. A heavy innuendo on that. Yeah. Oh, there's a bit where the Megaforce goes to... They're going, like, to blow up... Mexican cowboys, one of his bases. I thought they were like in the Middle East. <laughs> I it's impossible to tell with the location of any of this, except it all is in the desert. It is in the desert. It's all in the desert. Um, yeah. So the the mega forces. Uh, that's what they're going to do. They're going to infiltrate this place and fucking blow it up. They're going to do it in less than three and a half minutes. Oh, they did have a they had a timer yeah, on the timer thing on the screen. <laughs> yeah. So fucking weird. I, I was questioning, I was like, Danny, what's this timer doing? <laughs> yeah, so there's a really the, the fucking So they're all in these giant uh what do they call them? The gigantic airplanes? Like like B twelve bomber looking things. Yeah, whatever. Like hangar airplanes. Hangers, yeah. That like other vehicles are inside. Exactly. Uh so they've got all their, you know, motorcycles and, and doom buggies and all that shit. And it's uh, it's showing like six people inside the plane chit chatting back and forth, and yeah, razzing each other and all that stuff. And they're like, "We're over the drop zone, go go!" So they all get in their dirt bikes and their go karts and their their fucking four wheelers and their iPhones or whatever. And they're <laughs> they're they're jumping out of the plane. So it's like a it's the the scene is really long where they're just talking in there to it's each very other. Very long scene, and it's six people. And then it shows them getting out of the airplane. And there's like 15 of them. And then the camera pans out and you see like their silhouettes on the backdrop of them jumping out of the plane. There's like fucking a thousand of them. And it's not just them jumping. It's them riding motorcycles out of the... <laughs> yeah, jumping out of motorcycles the, out of the back and, of And go-karts. And they're like... With parachutes. And it takes... And then, like as Danny said, it, it like pans out and then it just like 15 other vehicles just, just jump out of this airplane. It's almost like it's in Megaforce. It's Megaforce. Uh, <laughs> dude, you know, it's fucking so crazy, man. I think uh, we need a Megaforce tattoo after this movie. Dude, I'd get a Megaforce tattoo. A Megafarts tattoo. <laughs> so, uh, the explosions. Let's talk about that for a, little, for a second. Yeah, yeah. I thought they looked pretty good. Uh, the explosions, they were real. They they're, were they're real. real explosions. That's why they look pretty good. They were definitely real. And there's um, a bunch of them. They didn't add much to the story. Like, you know, it's Michael Bay. Basically, in his, yeah. when he was a kid. They'd but, shoot the same explosion from like 35 different angles and then show you every single angle every of it. Every single angle of it. Yeah. So yeah. like one thing to explode would take like three minutes of screen time. Like like the the explosions were – they were good. They were all good, but they're all shot from like 10 different scenes and uh, yeah. used 
over and over to show you um, just how cool the explosion was. It's like, all right, hey, we got to show this more than once, guys. Come on. Yeah, we got to juice up these explosions, man. Uh, but you, do you have any recasts or anything? Um... Man, uh, recasts. Ah, oh, man. So if we were to do it like today. It's, it's optional, however you, what do you want. What think, like – if we were to do it today, well, let's we got we got a little more of the story. We'll okay, okay. we'll we'll finish okay. that first because there's not much. The problem is, is it's it's got interesting things to point out throughout the movie, but chronologically sitting there watching it for an hour and a half, it's really drawn out. Yeah. Everything about it is drawn out. This movie could have been thirty minutes, easy. It probably yeah because you could have, this could have been a pilot TV show because every scene is 10 minutes longer than it needs to be. Yeah. And just, you, um, they never connect either. It's a lot of people standing around, staring off in the distance, just chewing up some scenery. Yeah, and they're just looking, they're like, hey. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Got, like a lot, a lot of that. And they're all in tights. So, and then it's like, what's going on? <laughs> what's what's the tactical advantage to wearing those kind of tights? No idea. I have no, absolutely no idea. If you Maybe know. a little more aerodynamic. If you know the tactical advantage... To wearing tights while riding riding a motorcycle with missiles on it in the desert. Mm. Email me at us just do movies at gmail dot com. I would love to know why that would be a good idea because it seems really ridiculous, and then it, it also it, it is for sure. It was very ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Ridic. The, the the motorcycles also. You could tell they were straight out of uh, like RoboCop with with the front yeah. shield on it. Uh huh. With the front shield on it, and then um, I kind of like <laughs> I kind of like the 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 fucking dune buggy. Like they the all, dune buggies and the motorcycles. They I just, all I just really don't cool. like the paint job. They all looked really good, except that that's exactly what I think in my head when I'm gonna like draw something. I'm like let's draw a lightning bolt on it. Yeah, like <laughs> some gold lightning bolt. You know what this needs? Like, gold lightning let's, let's bolts. Throw, all I know how to draw is a lightning bolt. This this fits perfectly. They're just everything's white, tan, <laughs> and gold. Everything is white, tan, and gold. That's it. That's it. That's the movie. White. That's tan, the paint gold. job of they everything. Should, they should just call the movie White Tan Gold. White Tan Golds, baby. Mega Force. Mega Force. Oh my God. We all need tattoos. If you're, if you're listening to this mo- or this uh, podcast, you know, uh, you need a Mega Force tattoo. What would you get? What would a cool Mega Force? Would it just be the motorcycle? It has to have a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. It's um, not a Mega Force tattoo without one. You got to throw some tights in there somehow, right? And then you got to throw some some explosions, like big explosions around Mega Force, like an MF. How about a hyper-realistic tattoo of that guy riding that flying motorcycle at the end? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Jesus Christ. It's so, <laughs> it's so fucking outlandish. It's, over um, the to- it's so over the top that nothing that we say right now is going to justify... No, the being his, over the top. The uh, Hispanic cowboy guy—that's the bad guy. Yeah, he is like he's given a thousand percent in the acting column. Dude, he tried really hard. He tried a, a little too hard. He I was came like, you need to be in like a different a, movie. He seems like a, like a bad guy from Scooby Doo. Like he just is—he's <laughs> coming in way too hot to be live action. Well, I mean, he—you he, could tell he was acting in a movie that required no acting. <laughs> No, right, no acting at all. It was like, oh man, you're really going after it. I'm sure that you was should, not you his. Talk to your agent about that. I'm sure that was not his first or last job either. They probably wanted that out of him, but it's like act as hard as you can. Because no, right, <laughs> and nobody else is doing that. No, no, it's, it's just him. It's just him. He just is like screaming at weird, inappropriate <laughs> times, and uh, 
laughing like a psychopath at shit that's not funny. He's that big smile on his face the whole time. He's yeah. like, this is great. He's, he's got, like, this movie sucks. No, he, it's not great. He's got he's got cheekbones <laughs> like handsome Squidward. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's very it's very strange. They're trying. You know, they try. They're trying. Oh man, the, the one thing I, I can say is the visuals for 1982 they look good. They just look pretty good. If for they would have put a story and a plot together with the mo- with the explosions mm-hmm. and with the with the cow, you know, the worst part is the part at the end with the flying motorcycle. Like that's the worst looking part out of all of it. Yeah, and the skydiving scene. Anything in the air, the technology just wasn't there yet. It wasn't there yet. Nah, just no. just nix it. You don't need to. You don't need to fuck with that. But they tried. They tried. They, yeah, they did. They gave it a good shot. So Hispanic cowboy guy, he's got him between a rock and a hard cock. And I have no idea. He's like, I got tanks. You only way to I'm gonna blow you up <laughs> if you, you. But you have to come this way. So. You're going to die. I'm glad you followed the story because I had no idea what was going on there. And they decide to go around him and come at him from behind. Oh, shit. Instead of... Okay, imagine imagine there's a place where there's only one entrance and exit. And you have mm. to go through it. But I've got tanks here. So what do they do? They go around and come at the tanks from behind. But all they really needed to do was to get through anyway. So why didn't they just go around? And then why was this ever an ordeal to begin with? They could have just <laughs> just <laughs> driven around him. I can't believe you followed that. I well, it's because I they, he was explaining it, and I'm like, what? It's practically amazing. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense because I watched the same movie you watched, and all I saw was I thought the same well, same side was fighting the same side the I whole think, time. I think you got up to take a piss, and he was explaining it on a ah. computer that was really just a light bright. Oh. Remember those? There's a throwback. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's senior, a lot of throwbacks. My <laughs> senior citizens know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this guy, they get up on those tanks, and the, the main guy, uh, who I would recast again as Dex Shepard. Uh, I think you're right. I think... It, you showed me a, a picture of him now. He looks exactly the same. He's this blonde dude with a blonde beard all the way he's straight down. He's got the exact same beard, the exact same haircut, only now it's he's gray. a little wrinkly and it's, it's all, all gray. white. Yeah. It's white, yeah. Yeah, he does look exactly like, the uh, same as he did in Force. No, he's a fucking time he probably, he probably, you know, He probably feels the same, too. He's like, I'm 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1984 like, right now. Sure thing, Grandpa. Let's get you to bed. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> He's got. Uh, he jumps that tank and like casually just throws a grenade in it. Oh, the grenade! Slow motion. The grenades were the worst looking grenades I've ever seen in any movie. It looks like a plastic grenade you'd buy from Walmart yep. in 1980. Yeah, and then grab it from your waist and toss it off like it was a yeah. a plastic can or something. Oh man, yeah. It's like the grenades are like. All right, so some of the guys have a it's like a, like a plastic black thing on their hip, and it's got grenades on there, but they look like they're just being held on with like bread ties. Yeah, so but they're the plastic they are plastic toy grenades. They are you toy just grenades. look at it and go, "That's I had those." It's like, dude, that's not a grenade. It's no, like, that's uh, a, you're that's not a, even trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have got some dud grenades, but then you wouldn't have been able to have them on the hip because you know you're wearing fucking spandex. Yeah, it was spandex. They, the belt they had, it's like, if you took that belt off, they'd be straight in spandex. Yeah, with their little <laughs> chest plates. That's it. <laughs> top, top to bottom. But the, 
The belt, they had, uh, like, some big gloves in front for a while. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember the gloves. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? It's like, all right, we're just hiding up the front of our body. Right. <laughs> It just it's a lot of really weird it, it you shouldn't let a toy company design this shit because they're thinking what's the cheapest thing we can manufacture a lightning bolt on a motorcycle. Yep, lightning bolt <laughs> and just make them gold. Make them gold. Make them gold and they'll throw some gold carts in. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> you got to get them helmets so we can put cheap helmets on them we don't have to design the faces. I, that's probably where, you know, the base of any um any uh, cultural revolution. <laughs> They're like we're starting it with the, with uh, with uh, motorcycles, go karts, mm-hmm. and lightning bolts. So you might be wondering to yourself, Danny, why'd you pick Megaforce? What does it have in common with God Bless America? And I'm asking to be this. honest with you, I don't know. I think America is probably America. Fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, Coming I'm, again. I'm not sure the connection there. To save the motherfucking day, yeah. Oh, 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 let me try to connect it really okay. quick. See what you can do. It was, I thought it was like guys in cars and a shoot 'em up, uh, like a shoot 'em up thing. And it it was, but it wasn't really a shoot 'em up. It was like explode 'em up. It's explode 'em up for sure. Nobody gets shot in this. Everything was, explodes. Yeah. A rattlesnake gets shot. That's it. This movie was age seven and up. So that's maybe that's why we watched it. There was just months of explosions. To this. It's like a fireworks show the whole time. Remember, sh- remember, there was one scene where uh, there was a bottle rocket that went like a loop de loop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> one, like one of the rockets misfired, I guess, instead of going straight. Maybe, maybe one of the uh, guiding the one of the guiding pieces fell off of it, and it just like Ew. it's like you fuck up a bottle rocket and you throw a- it, and it goes like in the wrong yeah. direction. And there was another one that just went straight <laughs> into the ground. It's fucking such a bizarre, it's, it's such a bizarre choice of like how to do it. It seems like there would be so many other ways that you could make it not dumb. I literally don't know what they were trying to do as far as telling a story. There was no story there mm, that I could follow. I think there was a story. It just wasn't very interesting. There's this people called Megaforce and they, (laughs) they don't do tyranny and they fight for justice and the, this guy's got tanks and he's being a meanie he because he blew up that power plant power plant okay so i, I think i, I think that that's it bit. they're just out to get him but it happens to be old boy's old boy's lover yeah 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 uh, he's like i don't want to hurt you and then uh you know he smiled on his way out yeah and laughs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a great time. Blow <laughs> shit up. <laughs> you see him in that crazy flying motorcycle. Yeah. He's uh, it's like, what a great time this was. War is, is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't, it's, it's, it's very, very, very strange. So to your point, I, I don't know if I can connect the movie. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't know if I can connect that movie to anything. I'm going to go with America. That's our, that's our, God bless America has America in the title. There you go. I like it. And Megaforce has like 99, 99% Americans it, in it, it. Did you mention the Team America thing? Yeah. The, yeah. So Megaforce, Team America, real, that feels very. Mm. Yeah. Very that's together. Connect, that's connecty. Mm. I like it. So. What would you rate this as a regular movie? Just a just a regular old. Ooh, okay, for twenty twenty one or for just for just now. Just now, damn. Not just imagine you watched it just because it was on. Not not that you watched it deliberately because you knew it wasn't going to be very good. I mean, how fast do I turn it off? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, 
Ah, uh, what did I give the last movie? Okay, I'm gonna be gentle here, and we'll give it a one point seven five. One seven five for a regular movie. I was gonna say one five. Yeah, one five, one seven five, something like that. Like, I was trying to give some, you know, leeway here, but you know, it's. I could see where it's got its charm for a thing from 1982, but it's it tough. Does, it doesn't. It's tough. It doesn't hold up. You know what? I've watched some terrible movies. Me and you watched some terrible movies. Yeah. I I was able to watch this one. I didn't pass out halfway through. That's true. There's explosions. The explosions, you know, Michael Bay might be onto something. Yeah. Yeah, there there is quite a bit of that in there. I think they knew that's mostly what they had going for them, so they just went buck wild on it. Let's blow shit up. It's like, what else are they going to blow up? I I don't know. And what's this weird gay tension going on with the... (laughs) Him and, the, this, him and the Mexican guy? This is Mexican. What's yeah. going on here? I kind of want to see what's going on here, but I know they're not going to follow up with this story. They're like hugging so. a little too long. And no, hon. Do you remember they did the uh, the thumb thing? Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like your main <laughs> character puts his thumb in the other guy's mouth, like really sensually, <laughs> like, like Fifty Shades of Grey style. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he moves his hand and he put a cigar in his mouth. But oh, from man. your vantage, that's not what's happening. Well, cigar or no cigar, he still put his thumb in that guy's mouth. And then they wave bye by kissing their thumb. Yeah. And then putting their thumb in the air. Give a little kiss and then and they like, give you a thumbs up. Thumbs up, guys. Just fucking weird, man. They, Just they, weird they, shit. You know, it's like, let's let's try some stuff. Let's I throw it at the wall. T- I could have took the whole thing more serious. Were they not in tights? Were they not in tights in the paint jobs on the bikes and the, the dirt bikes or whatever? If all that shit was like a different paint job and they weren't wearing gold tights... It, I think the movie would have had a whole different tone altogether. Ah, oh, man. If the scenes connected a little bit better for me, I would have, uh, could have followed a bit, a bit more. But yeah, because they don't. Because you get from scene one to scene two where they're just in the desert, then scene three when I literally thought they're going to a spaceship, like, because they're in like a circle building. I'm like, what are they in a spaceship or are they underground? So, like, half the time, I'm like, oh, well, I guess they're underground now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really strange cuts. Um, I remember they're, like, they're underground, and then it cuts to uh, a Hispanic cowboy. He's playing chess, and he's cheating. (laughs) It just cuts straight to it. Like, it doesn't mention anything about it. Yeah, they're playing chess, and uh, the guy walks away, and uh, he's like, I'm going to put all my uh, my, my king, the knight, and uh, guy, I don't know. Bishop. Bishop. I'm going to put them all right here, and the guy's going to walk back, and I'm going to win. And the guy walks back and goes, checkmate. It's He's like, like, oh, how did you do that? <laughs> it's because you moved three pieces at once, halfway, all the way across the board, and like, the guy didn't notice. He's just not smart. No, no. If he's that dumb, you should have been able to beat him pretty easily. Yeah, and you shouldn't be playing. Like, no. <laughs> no. Checkers is probably more. Che- checkers, maybe. Um, might, it might be over your head, but checkers, for sure. Starting I, point. You know, I never really did understand checkers, and nobody ever explained it to me. Every time I played checkers, I was like, okay, you're, <laughs> you're cheating. You're, you've got to be cheating. It seems like you're just making rules up as you make moves that don't make any sense. It checkers or chess? Checkers. I mean. <laughs> I like playing chess. <laughs> I mean, there's only a couple moves you can make on checkers. Up yeah, and down. but you know, sometimes people will be like, pop, 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 ah, pop, pop, ah. pop, 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 king me. Gotcha. I think you're fucking cheating. I gotcha. Yeah. You know, you can hop more than once, and it's like, oh, 
Oh, oh. Yeah, well, I've been, like, explaining how that works, and then it just sounds like bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's like, now I'm, my pawn has turned into a king. So, what'd you think of this as a bad movie? Like, like you knew it was going to be, movie. you knew it was going to be trash when we sat down to watch you it. You know, it was 1982 movie. I'm going to give it, as a bad movie, when I knew what I was getting into, in 1980, early 1980s, it had a, a definite feel of coming straight out of the 70s, trying to make a upbeat kind of you know action movie mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it a uh, a six i was gonna say six i was gonna say six exactly if they would cut 20 minutes of it i'd give it like an eight because it it is really fun to beat up on like the the style the it haircuts is. the dialogue the- <laughs> like everything they do is so over the top and so like uh, it's it's it, funny it's it's pretty uh, funny. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It is a fun movie to beat up on for sure. Um, but some of the scenes lasted way too long. Like it. Like if it was a scene for a little bit. Yeah. Like a scene where anything blows up, which is most of the movie, and the skydiving thing. But all those scenes like were like ten minutes. I was like, damn it! Like, what are you doing here? It's like, why is this so long? Yeah, the pacing's really, it's like, really like, this slow. is sufferable. I can't do this. Pacing's probably got to be one of the hardest things to nail as a director, I think. Like, the speed at which you tell the story. Yeah, and this movie, maybe this is a jumping off point for a lot of the movies. Like, don't do this, guys. Yeah, don't, this don't. took way see, too damn see, long. Here, watch this. Take notes on what not to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, that's my, I think that's my biggest thing is just shorten it up. It's just too fucking long. It could have been a 30-minute movie. Easy. It could have been a 30-minute movie. Realistically, you still want to make it a full-length feature. You could still cut 20 minutes off of it and say it's... If you were to throw a real plot and movie storyline to the to, to the movie, yeah, you could get 45 to, a minute, or to an hour. So tell me, Jackson, have you consumed anything else recently that you would like, you think other people should be aware of? Like, oh, hey, I watched this thing, or I heard this album, or I watched this show, or read this thing. So, last time I was here, Danny told me, he said, hey, have you watched Into the Spider-Verse? I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, no, I have not. And now I'm obsessed with that movie. Um, so, that's a, that, I've watched that like 20 times now. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's such a great movie. Um, so, that's one thing I've watched. Um, obviously, last time I was here, I said I, I watched a lot of anime. I still watch a lot of anime. One one show I think is top notch right now is uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I thought I think it's Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I think it's a good movie okay. or a good show. How how much of it's out there? It's like nineteen episodes right now. Okay, I think there's a big uh, manga around it. So my uh, my daughter loves mangas. Yeah, she's got a ton of them. It's a it's good. Uh, I I think it's a South Korean manga. Um, yeah. So it's not have you watched Japanese. that? Have you watched that uh, Home Sweet Home? Or I think it's just called Sweet Home on Netflix. I've not. It's it's your type of it's your type of thing. I mean, if you like cool like silicone CGI monsters, yeah, it's like zombies, but instead of everybody turning into a zombie, they turn into a different monster. Ooh! So everybody's a different monster, but there's these people trapped in an apartment complex, and it's got a real it's got a real like manga manga hero vibe to it nice. but it's live action i'll have to take a look yeah. it's it's pretty cool Is it netflix mm-hmm. all right yeah yeah i uh binged the whole thing in one night shit <laughs> couldn't stop watching it. it's it's fucking pretty how good. many episodes it got uh 13 maybe 13 nice. yeah 
Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a few. I mean, obviously, right now, the final season of uh, Attack on Titans on. Yep, I'm gonna wait for it to wrap completely before it's, I start it, so I can just binge uh, it. That's good. That's so good. Yeah, I've uh, I I get on Reddit and I see things on uh, Titan Folk where some people are liking it, some people aren't liking it. I'm weird about like uh, internet stuff. Like I try to stay away from things that I know. Yeah, like, I don't know enough about. Like I'm I'm, I'm interested in first season. I'm not gonna watch anything about it, or I'm not gonna look. <laughs> Fucking cat. Um, holy shit. But yes, yeah, so I'm a bit weird about how I uh, consume things. Like, if I know I'm watching something, I know I'm behind on it, mm-hmm. I will intentionally never look at anything related to it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how I am. I try to avoid spoilers. So, if I'm five seasons behind, I'm never going to watch anything about it until I watch that episode or I've got to this certain point, you know. Anything else besides that show that you you think is uh, worth worth looking into? I mean, I, I, I do watch a lot of anime. So, um, let's see. I watch Black Clover. It's a pretty good show. Uh, it, it, Black Clover's all right. It's all right. You know, it's some of these shows I watch are just kind of like... Uh, Black Clover's easy watching. It's easy. It's yeah. easy. It's like, I don't have to be too invested in it. It's no, nice. It's like it's com- nice comfort and, show. Yeah, comfort. Watch it while you're doing laundry and shit. Right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I watch Bo- Boruto, um, the, new, the new basic season of... Uh, Naruto. Um, and then, let's see what else. Uh, the second season of The Promised Neverland. Have you watched that one? I don't know that one. Mm, you haven't watched that yet? Uh-uh. Mm. No, no, no. I had, um, oh, not Crackle. Fuck, what's it called? Crunchyroll? Uh, Verve, v- VRV. Yeah, I yeah. had I had VRV for a while. And uh, there was a bunch of stuff on there, plus everything that was on Crunchyroll. So I... I checked out a bunch of different animes while I was on there. Some of them I finished, uh, some of them I didn't. I watched uh, Overlord, which I liked quite a bit. I and I watched that. Yeah, I don't like. It was one of those movies. Another movie I went into not knowing what's going on. Yeah, it, yeah, that's so how I watched it. it. I was it, like, well, I know it's popular. I've seen a couple of memes. I'll pleasantly surprised movie. I was like, yeah, all right, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked Goblin Slayer. I think that's probably one of my top five favorite runs ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed. They're never going to make any more of it. Yeah, they probably won't. They, no. probably, they probably won't. No, they won't. It's uh, it's fun though. It's uh, Gold Goblin Slayer's good stuff. They are coming out the season two of um, you, oh, oh oh uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Rising of the Shield Hero yeah. two. Yeah, is, is up. I have my, oh, it's on. It's on. Uh, it's coming up like okay. this year. It's like I, I would look forward to that. I, I quite like that. That show. Yeah, yeah. So the season two is coming up on that one. Um, what else we got? I like I like the uh, this the very jaded main character. Yeah, uh, he's definitely ne- jaded. Like, fuck y'all, Nofumi. Yeah, it's a good anime. <laughs> um, I haven't watched it. In, I haven't watched it in like a year and a half. So I could probably watch the full season first, and then next season coming mm-hmm. up. So the for our folks out there that couldn't give two squirts to piss about anime. Yeah. What? Uh, a- anything else? Anything else you've seen lately that you're like, oh, that was good? Yeah, I ain't got much. Um, there's <laughs> well, that's okay. No, I mean, I finally caught up to um, Avengers Endgame. Finally watched that. Oh, yeah. You were telling me that uh, during the break while we were watching the movie that you just had never seen Endgame had, and Infinity War. Yeah, never seen you, Infinity War or Endgame. And now and, you've just been watching the shit out of them. And 
And I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing how they connected all these storylines and put it together. Yeah, seamlessly. Well, there's a couple little well, tiny hiccups. If you're going all the way back to Iron Man, there's a couple. But but I, but I wasn't like in on everybody, like watching it like up, like you had to go to the theaters and watch it. Mm-hmm. I I was kind of out of, out of that scene, I guess, of yeah. needing to go watch it. So like, I was like, I'll watch this. Because I'd watched the Iron Man, you know, I watched the Captain America's. Mm-hmm. The, the only reason I was saying that Alicia and I have seen all of the Marvel movies in theater is because that used to be like my favorite thing to do was to go to the movies. Right. When I uh, was a bachelor, I lived up in St. Louis with a bunch of my buddies in a big brick shit house. Right. Just to get out of the house that seven other people lived in. Go watch a movie. I would go to the St. Louis Mills and I'd go to the movie theater and I'd just buy like tickets to three different movies back to back. Yeah. Stop and go get lunch at fucking Johnny Rockets or whatever and then just go straight back in. What a different world we're in right now. It's Isn't crazy. it fucking bizarre? Yep. It's like- Malls uh, are like fucking graveyards now. Ah, oh, man. And I, I do like watching movies at theaters. I just, for me, like, uh, that was something that I didn't jump into and say, this. I have to watch this. I was like, oh, I'll watch it when I can, whatever. So when I finally watched Endgame, I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. What an amazing movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking. I was like, oh, like, how did you guys pull this off? I, yeah. Like, you connected a... every storyline, every fandom of, mm-hmm. of, you know, like, I want to see this happen in a movie. There's so many different bits from so many different comic book runs. Yeah. That it just, the way it's all peppered in and it all, they tie it up together with a nice neat little bow nice, on top. And they're like, we're done. And it's like, that works. I'm yep. good. Oh, and now watch they're, another, uh, they're, get, they're getting ready to start the next phase. Uh, I think the next Marvel movie comes out in the next couple of months. They're going to do Black Widow. And then uh, is it uh, – what's the other one? Not Inhumans. It's um, Celestials? No. Something. Something about space people. So, so let me ask. Black Widow. Is, okay. is this Is this a prequel? I believe so, yeah. It has it has to be right. Well, that's like, what I'm thinking. It's got to be. She dies for the soul stone, right? Is which, as far as I am aware, there's no other way to bring her back. So, for all intents and purposes, her character is dead. She's she's gone she's from dead, all realities, dead. from all universes. Yeah, it has to be a prequel, I would think. Yeah. So David Harbor is going to play Taskmaster. I'm pretty excited about that. I nice. think that's going to be fun. I, I like David Harbor. Also, yeah. he's a big. He's just a big man. He just put a big man in a in a skull in a <laughs> yeah. sweet skull mask it, with a sword and a shield. He's intimidating because he's fucking he's large. You know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a yeah. He'd be a good one. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, other than that, man, I think that's all. I, I think I think that's all I got for the show. Yeah. I mean, I had a good time watching um, both movies. Both are new to me, so yeah. I, had, I had a good time watching both of them. Great time. First movie. Second time. Or. First time for the second movie is, uh, you know, it's a bad movie. So six point. That's the point. Six, six, yeah. six out of, uh, you no, know. No, uh, this, uh, this ain't your granddad's tenderloin, Tony. <laughs> you guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? I call that gold talk. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns. We fight with the mind. Cousin business is a booming. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone.
It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Be- no, God. <laughs> I'll probably put that at the end. Uh, that's my cat, John Lithmeow. We have three cats. Two of them are outside. John Lithmeow lives outside.